0: Hello and welcome back to the People of Hitachi podcast. In this podcast, I meet people across our different business fields who are working hard to live Hitachi's values and realise our mission of contributing to society. The Hitachi group identity is at the foundation of everything we do at Hitachi. The identity focuses on three key values, harmony, sincerity and pioneering spirit. My name is Mary-Jane Linton and I work for the European Corporate Brand and Communications Office at Tatachi Europe. My role focuses on internal communications and branding. And coming up today, we have a special podcast episode to celebrate International Women's Day 2023. As we know, International Women's Day is a global day in which we celebrate women worldwide. This day marks a call to action in accelerating gender parity. The day is to educate and raise awareness for women's equality. It's really important to remember everyone, everywhere, can play a part in helping achieve gender equality. So let's dive in. Today, we'll be meeting Anna Price, Commercial Director for Hitachi Zero Carbon within Hitachi Europe, and Yasmin Mang, Head of Legal and Compliance within Europe at Hitachi Astomo. So hi, both. It's so great to have you on the podcast today. on such a special day. Could you introduce yourself, please, Anna?
1: Hi, Mary-Jane. Thank you very much for inviting me to take part in this event. Um, So as you know, I'm Anna Price. I joined Hitachi Europe in August 2020, uh, working in the social innovation business. We're now called Hitachi Zero Carbon. And I work as a commercial director uh, in the zero carbon business. My team and I support business development activities, including shaping and pricing customer contracts, reviewing and negotiating contracts, working closely with my colleagues in Hitachi Europe Legal, and also with our customers. Uh, In addition, we provide um, expertise to our customers, particularly those with commercial vehicle fleets and depots, to help them plan the best way to decarbonize their transport operations. For instance, um, to maximise the opportunity from having to change from diesel vehicles to electric buses by 2030.
0: Brilliant. Thank you, Anna. And Yasmin?
2: Hi. Um, all right. My name is Yasmin Meng, um, And as you said, I'm, I'm head of uh, legal and compliance here at Hitachi Astemo. Um, Hitachi Astemo, for those of you who don't know, um, is the automotive branch of Hitachi. So we supply automotive parts to most of the major major car companies in the world. Um, In in my role, um, I'm head of legal and compliance, so I have a a small but very powerful team, and we um, manage um, sort of anything that comes across our desk, whether it's contracts coming from from people um, like Anna, um, obviously on the Estimo side instead, um, or or really anything else um, across the board. As part of my background, as you can probably guess, I'm American, um, but I've lived here in Munich, Germany now for for 12 years and prior to that um, in Japan. So I've had a lot of experience um, with Japanese companies, even though I've actually only been at Hitachi Estimo for a little bit over a year now. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about this call.
0: Amazing. Thank you, Yasmin. And again, it's just great to have you both on the podcast. So let's begin and maybe let's look at your journey at Hitachi and as female leaders, what has been the most important thing you've learned along the way, maybe from even the start of your careers? So starting with Anna.
1: I started working quite a long time ago. The most important thing that I've learned, both as a worker and as a leader, is that you are more likely to achieve the best outcomes if you truly understand what motivates your team, your colleagues, and you try and find ways to align this motivation to the business objectives that you're looking to achieve, I've also worked in in other Japanese global corporates um, for four years prior to joining Hitachi, and it's really important that we understand the different working styles of uh, other major business units in the organisation and can adapt. Um, to work with those different working styles. And finally, the very most important thing is to treat every colleague at every level with respect. And this goes a long way when you are perhaps under pressure to achieve goals for your customers or for your own organization.
2: So I I love what um, Anna said about the multicultural aspect of Hitachi I think it's really, um, it can be underestimated, you know, how important it is to understand the cultural background of of, um, of people in our company. Um, but I think especially as a female leader and someone who's come up um, through the company, um, I think it's been really important for me to understand um, that I don't need to know everything about the company, but I need to be willing to ask and to learn being willing to be um, open about what I don't know and understand what I can learn from my colleagues has been incredibly helpful for me in my career. Um, and it's also been important for me to, um, to learn to, um, to speak up and to voice my ideas. Um, because um, I think sometimes women feel, women especially, but not solely, feel that they have to have exactly the right answer um, before we, before we want to speak up. Um and I've and I've learned along the way also by observing other
0: um other
2: leaders in the company that it's okay to say, you know, here's my idea. And if it's not the best idea, that's also okay. You know, to to participate, to really um be active in participation, I think has really um, been an important lesson that I've learned along the way.
0: Thank you, Yasmin and Anna. And I think there's some really interesting comments in there. And, you know, maybe this leads me on to my next question. And an important question, what does this day mean to you? So what does International Women's Day mean to you?
1: I'm really conscious this year in particular that there is still a long way to go for women to be represented equally in many workplace settings. There is still a a lack of fairness or inequity, which frequently marginalises groups in society such as women, people of colour, disabled people, the economically disadvantaged and people from the L. GBTQ community. Um, I think it's really relevant that this year's International Women's Day theme is embracing equity, which is about being fair and embracing people's varying perspectives and experiences and recognising that it can be more difficult for different people to achieve the same goals. Um, I think gender, racial, particularly geographic in in our business and cultural diversity are very important to every organisation. And diversity plays a really major role in driving creativity, innovation, and business growth. So innovation does require us to be able to look at things differently, uh, bring different viewpoints together. Having multiple voices feeding in leads to potentially new ideas, new services, better products, and encourages um, creative thinking. And I think it's recognized now that many companies realize that a diverse workforce can differentiate them from the competition and can help in capturing new clients. I believe that these are key drivers for innovation that are critical for achieving global success. And in my part of the business, it's actually zero carbon. We are really striving to build a genuinely inclusive environment that accepts everybody's differences. We want all our employees to achieve their full potential and as a result, um, enable Hitachi to grow. Yeah, I mean, I think
2: it's so exciting to see all of the work that's being done these days around things like gender equality um, and, and equality in all aspects. Right. Like Anna, um, like Anna mentioned. And for me, International Women's Day is a recognition that no things aren't fair yet, and we do still have a long way to go, but we're getting there. We're making progress. And when I look at, and you know, I'm aging myself here, but when I look at the younger generation and I see the work that's being done and the things that are that are being done today that you know that weren't being considered when I first started out in my career, um, I think it's exciting, and I'm really proud to, to see this coming together. One of the things that excited me about Hitachi was this this commitment to equality, and I think it's just um, such an, an important aspect right not only not only because as from a personal point of view, I think it's the right thing to do, but also, as mentioned previously, it's the best thing for the company right it's, it's been shown that companies that have more diversity have more growth do better in business um, and it's something that is looked at you know maybe 20, 30 years ago it was swept under the rug and was just paid, paid lip service to. But but consumers and and you know people around the world look and see, you know, is this company really taking active steps or not? And um, and companies that that really promote and actively work towards this um, do better because of that.
0: Some really great points there. And I agree. It's, it's so important to highlight this day and, of course, celebrate it and, you know, look at how far we've come, but also the work that still needs to be done. I guess this probably brings me on to my next question of how we can encourage men within this topic.
1: I think there have been great strides. There's still a long way to go. Men still hold a far greater proportion of senior roles in most companies in most countries. And it would make a massive difference if effort was focused to improve inclusivity and diversity at work and make sure that action is taken to improve the working culture. And as has been discussed previously, in most cases, it's now really well understood that these initiatives do improve business outcomes. So, men do have a major part to play in contributing to equality. And some really practical, tangible steps could be active listening to different perspectives from female and other colleagues at all levels in the business, seeking to understand the experiences and perspectives of their female friends and family, reflecting on the feedback, and then working together uh, across the organisation to ensure that there is a fair workplace where everyone's contribution is respected and valued, and, and making sure credit is given where it is due. Um, I think we can support and encourage our colleagues to genuinely lead by example, demonstrating inclusive behaviours. And we, I think, are beginning to encourage that inclusive leadership should be considered as an organisational KPI. And in Hitachi Zero Carbon, also set up a multidisciplinary and diverse people pod to help improve how we work together. And this is beginning to make a positive difference. And our latest employee survey shows that the majority of our small but um, uh, successful organization feel that there is equal opportunity to be successful in their career, regardless of their differences and background, which is massively encouraging.
2: I think I would just add that, um, you know, your question was, as women, what can we do to help men um, contribute, right? Um, And I think on the one hand, we want to, to be cautious of putting the onus of... Equality onto the unequal or the the lesser side, right? Um, It's it's not it shouldn't be the job of of women, so you know, to educate men. But on the other hand, um, I think it's also um, really helpful. And I've seen in, in conversations with male colleagues, when you know, that I can maybe explain certain things that they don't understand. For example, here in Germany there's a real push to have legally enforced um, gender equality in, in boards of of larger companies. Um, And, you know, and I've had discussions with some of my male colleagues about why that is and, and pointing out some of the the views and the arguments for this that they may not have, have considered, you know, I've seen a real interest um, in a lot of my male colleagues to, to understand. um, And so I think, expressing what it is that um, maybe some of our male colleagues aren't aware of can be really helpful. Um, And and speaking up, I think, um, is, is really important on this point.
0: I think it's great that this topic is so relevant. And as Hitachi, this is something we are really working on. I wonder if we could now look at your day-to-day role at Hitachi and is there anything you do within your roles to maintain gender equality?
1: Uh, I was just looking at our stats and currently just under 20% of our organisation are women Um, but they are represented in each of the functions in sales, operations, technology, delivery and the commercial team but clearly there's still a way to go to achieve genuine gender equality. Um, We do proactively seek to hire people from diverse backgrounds, but when we're assigning people to projects, we typically base this on people's skills and experience and also look for development opportunities.
2: Yeah, well, I think in my role um, in, in legal and compliance, there are quite a few opportunities to look at how gender equality is playing out inside my organization, um, both on a macro and a micro level. Right? I think um, it's important to, um, on a more micro level, to have discussions with my female colleagues um, and check in with them. You know, it's a um, automotive is a largely male dominated industry. You know, and I can understand that maybe it's intimidating to come in um, to that to that environment um, if, if women aren't used to that. So I think on a micro level, opening that, that door of communication um, is really important to me and, and acting as a, a sort of mentor um, where possible, but then also on a, on a more macro level, looking at our, our, our legal policies, our, our compliance policies, um, and making sure that they encourage and promote not only gender equality, um, but equality across the board.
0: Wonderful. And I think it's great to hear that, you know, you're highlighting in both of your groups that these steps are being taken uh, to improve this topic. I'd really like to move on to a bit about you and maybe what inspires you within your role um, and maybe what's your proudest moment working for Hitachi?
1: Uh, Well, I am genuinely inspired by feeling that I can make a difference to society and the environment. And in our part of the business, we're particularly fortunate in that we are working on initiatives that should result in improving the environment. I also really enjoy helping people grow, uh, grow their capability, helping them achieve their ambitions, and I love it when they're proud of the great results that they've achieved. Um, For me, my proudest moment working for Hitachi um, includes working across and with different Hitachi business units to create new differentiated and commercially viable propositions that are valued by the market. And we've done this um, two or three times over the last couple of years. And I think that's amazing.
2: I am inspired within my role by the people that I work with. I think it's um, it's a, it's a a great um, group of people that I work with, um, and a really exciting, um, industry. There's a lot of change happening, right. Anna mentioned environmental cars are moving to be, um, less dependent on fossil fuels. Um, so it's an exciting industry with a lot of change. And, um, and that means, you know, from a, from a legal perspective, right. To put my lawyer head up, that there's a lot of, um, of legal change as well. There's a lot of Um, different and new regulations Um, and this is something um, that's really exciting to be a part of Um, and also in the you know on the on the compliance side um, when I wear that hat to see you know the things that we do as a company um, whether it's you know encouraging the use of our whistleblower hotline or putting some procedures in place to make sure um, that we're in compliance with various other regulations. Um, these things are exciting to me because it means that the company is is growing and, and benefiting from myself and my team's work. Um, that's just a, a really exciting moment um, in time to to be part of this.
0: Great. I can really hear the excitement in both of your voices. Um, so it's really great to hear. I'd really love to end the podcast um, with this last question. And it is, what advice would you give other young women in business, uh, maybe starting their career or midway through? uh, What advice would you give to them, Anna?
1: I've gained a lot of experience by moving around and working in different functions and with different companies. I I think treat every job as an opportunity to grow the breadth um, and depth of your own skills and experience because the learning that you gain from each role that you undertake will be relevant, for sure, in future career moves. Uh, I think it's helpful to gain feedback, ideally honest and frank feedback from those around you to understand how others see you and identify any areas where you could do things differently to achieve better outcomes with your team and your colleagues. And finally, I'd say be positive If you set your heart on the goal, in most cases, I genuinely believe you can achieve it, even if you have to overcome obstacles and challenges along the way.
2: I think the advice that
1: I would give to someone just starting
2: out um, in business is to be confident and speak up. Um, As I said in in the beginning, that was probably for me a really important um, thing that I've learned in my career, um, that I don't need to know everything to speak up. Um, but I'm not going to learn unless I ask questions. Um, um, and as as Anna also mentioned, um, this chance for growth and and learning um, is so exciting um, and and such a great way to proceed um, and and grow um, professionally. So I think it's really important, especially especially for for women, um, that we use our voice. You know, whether it's whether it's <laughs> to use our voice like we're doing here on a podcast or whether it's to use our voice in a meeting. But um, as um, the the famous book says, you know, lean in
0: um, and
2: um, and speak up.
0: Wonderful. I think, you you know, you're so right. We all have voices and we do need to speak up. And I think there's some great advice there. So thank you so much. And I think it's really important to look at what we have achieved and, you know, what we still have to achieve thank you so much for joining us today Anna and Yasmin and thank you for your insightful responses and thank you for sharing your experiences and thoughts so openly it's been great to hear from you both and bring this topic to light and thank you for listening to the people of Hitachi podcast please subscribe and leave us a five-star review it really helps people to find us Next time we'll be back with series five and some more exciting stories. See you then.